May the abundant grace of God uh, be given to all of the attendees today. And this is a precious day that we can have this opportunity to come here to worship God. And in this Sabbath day worship, uh, we're here uh, to receive His words. Therefore, I believe that the blessings of God will be bestowed upon everyone who is standing today. And this morning, I would like to use this uh, topic, God's love uh, with uh, His, excuse me, uh, God's trials uh, with His love. If you look at all those uh, uh, Olympic uh, uh, this, uh, tournaments, and you look at all of, all of those uh, athletes who participated in the Olympic Games, uh, they didn't become an Olympic athlete uh, just because of a day of practice. And maybe they have been training since they were young. And all for the sake of uh, gaining a title. Therefore, to receive uh, the trophies and also recognition becomes the motivation behind. And there are uh, even a few of them uh, even uh, wanted uh, the uh, uh, recognition so badly. And other than the regular training, he will have to go uh, through extra uh, extreme training. And you could put it this way that uh, it is a trial for those athletes because going through them, it will make them into a better one. In a simple nutshell, uh, if you uh, want to have a good result, you need to go through all kinds of training. And also, you uh, need to be able to undertake uh, all these uh, stringent uh, trainings. And you can see how they perform in this Olympic Games uh, of their skills. And today, it applies to our faith today. If we look at our faith, uh, we, have we ever gone uh, through this kind of trial and training? And perhaps this kind of training and trial is only given by God to us. In fact, in our life of faith, it doesn't matter if it's a training or even if you call it as a trial. I believe that all these experiences that you accumulated throughout your life, and there's always reason behind why God 
has given you such a training or trial. And the reason why God is doing uh, the trial to you is because He wants to strengthen your faith. And throughout this process of training, uh, maybe we will be feeling the pain. Maybe we will be experiencing uh, burdens that's heavier than we can take. And just like into what is uh, spoken in the book of Hebrew, in the days of God's teaching, uh, you will feel the pain. Of course, uh, this is the way that God is training us. And the emphasis of that is to strengthen uh, our faith towards God. Uh, therefore, through the Bible that we're reading today, uh, we understand God. And all of this training and trials, uh, so as to speak, from God, uh, is uh, for is uh, because of the love of God. Let's look at a passage from the Bible. Uh, let's first turn to uh, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 10 and 11. So through the worker of God, Moses, uh, he spoke to uh, the chosen people of God. It says here, even in a desert land or in a wasteland, and there was uh, people surrounding there. But then God has protected them uh, and looked after them. So looking after the people of God is just like unto him uh, treating them as the apple of his eye. Uh, the reason why God mentioned this in the Bible because uh, he is taking care of his people. And this kind of caring and protection from God uh, is just like into how God sees us uh, as the apple of his eye. And God has created a man's eye uh, a very delicate organ. It doesn't take uh, any dust or stone or uh, into your eyes. But this is how uh, God is looking after your eyes. And also at verse 11, uh, there's a parable here. So uh, there's a description on an eagle. It says over here, as an eagle stirs up its nest, hovers over its young. Uh, 
所以呢，这个这个鹰啊，它会搅动这个巢窝。所以呢，这个这个鹰啊，它会搅动这个巢窝。所以呢，这个这个鹰啊，它会搅动这个巢窝。所以呢，这个这个鹰啊，它会搅
is the moment uh, when the uh, young eagle is falling, uh, in the midst of falling, uh, the mother eagle will quickly fly uh, below them to catch them. So if you look at uh, verse 10 and 11, 在宇宙中, 在动物界的里头, these are telling us that even among the animals, and God is using the same way to train all of us. So uh, some of us are actually facing this kind of training now. And this kind of special training, you cannot uh, just treat it as ordinary training. And you should treat it as a trial from God. And just like unto how the mother eagle treat uh, its own young eagles. So it intentionally stirred up its nest. And if we look at all these uh, young eagles from the merciful eyes of the uh, mother eagle, 这个自己生的这个, and there are your, your own uh, babies, why are you treating them this way? And this is how men uh, see uh, uh, from the mother's side. 就好比今天我们有称为说, and just like into how we call uh, some of the child at home as a spoiled kid. Oh, uh, not only is a spoiled kid, it perhaps is a spoiled brat. Because the, the love from the parents were uh, spoiling the, the children. And under that kind of treatment from the parents, uh, your kids will someday uh, just become someone in the greenhouse. If they become the, one of the flowers in the greenhouse, who is responsible for that? Of course, this responsibility falls upon the shoulders of parents. And perhaps after years when you grow older, and you look back and look at your children and realize that how come they did not grow up? And they're already 20 years old, they're already 30 years old, they behave like kids. It's because uh, the parents has never uh, used the way how the mother eagle trained the young eagles. And that's a very reason why uh, we notice some of uh, the, uh, the uh, children at their age of 30, 40, they still behave like a kid. So so today, if you were to observe how this mother eagle was training his own child, and you will notice the love of God. Uh, we can notice uh, this love uh, from the uh, animal and and understand uh, such kind of love and apply it to us. 
这些以色列百姓在经过旷野路的生活的过程上面，in the process where the Israelites were traveling in the wilderness，一样神来训练这些以色列百姓。In the same way God has trialed them，不是神不爱这些以色列百姓。It is not that God did not love the Israelites，神的做法就好像母婴在训练小婴来呀。But rather it was a way of God's trial for them as if the mother eagle is training its own child。but you realize that Israelites they just cannot withstand such a trial. So that's the reason why they've been going around in the wilderness for 40 years. Then they have not only traveled for 40 years alone. There are still a lot of them they could not enter into promise uh into the promised land uh Canaan. And there are a lot of people die in the wilderness. So if you look at the entire process, it's telling us that God will give us the training and trial. And within such a trial, you could see the love of God. Of course, maybe some of us are in the midst of such a training. What can we do? And have you ever learned from the spirit of the eagle? Let's uh, turn to the book of Isaiah. Let's turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 30. The book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 30. Perhaps we'll read it from verse 29. Let's read it together. Let's read from verse 29 to 31. And you can choose to read either in English or Chinese. Amen. And we have just read uh, these three verses. And this is another prophet uh, this, uh, expounding on how God's trial is all about. In the same way, uh, he has mentioned about this ego uh, mounting up. Uh, his wings. So how does this eagle uh, mount up his wings? Over at verse 31 it said, uh, One of the conditions that you need to fulfill is to await for God. And if you await for uh, God's moment, you will be renewed. And those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with the wings like eagles. 
And over at verse 29 and 30, it tells us that as men, uh, we shall faint or be weary sometimes. And at times we'll feel weak. But for those who await on the Lord, uh, will gain strength. And for those who wait on the Lord, will be renewed. And over 30 it said, And even a people of God will behave this way. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. We know that uh, as a youth, uh, it is the strongest time in one's lifetime. And how come this youth uh, become faint and weary? And it also said a later part of this verse, it says that the young men shall utterly fall. And over this uh, verse 30, it said, This is the nature of man. This is nature of man that we will uh, be exhausted at times. And even at times we fall. And therefore, because of such kind of human weakness, and for those who are blessed by God, you will be awaiting on the Lord. And for those who wait on the Lord, you shall renew your strength. And for those who are renewed in their strength, they shall mount up with uh, wings, just like uh, the eagles. 看到摩西在讲述那个鹰的训练的经过。And we have read how Moses described about the mother eagle training his young.那先知以赛亚在这里又提出来了。And over here, uh, prophet Isaiah mentioned again.一个等候神的人啊。That for a person who wait on the Lord.会重新得力。And shall renew their strength.这种人就好像鹰在展翅上腾那样。and this kind of person, uh, it's just, uh, they will mount up their wings like eagles. That is how the mother eagle trained their young. And they will spread their wing and then hovers. And just like into the uh, animal documentary film that I, that I saw. And within this 40 year of lifespan of an eagle, and its body will become weaker. Even his upper beak will grow longer than the lower beak. So, what is, how, how is the eagle supposed to consume food when the upper beak is growing longer than the lower one? Because it's blocked by the upper beak. Therefore, it is very hard for the eagle to bite when this upper beak is longer than the lower one. So uh, this documentary film actually uh, explained how this uh, eagle is going to live his life uh, when he's coming to his 40 years of life. And he will have to renew his life. How can he renew his life? 
And he would have to fly uh, very high into the cliff of the mountain. And using all his strength uh, to, to, uh, to use his uh, beak uh, to knock at the cliff. And the effort is just to uh, cut away the extra portion of his beak. So it is only when it was able to break off the extra part of the beak uh, can he bite properly. And that is how he can consume food once again. And other than the beak that behaves that way, and after 40 years of uh, rain and storm, his wings were gradually losing some of the feathers. So in this process of growing older, if it's not able to grow any more a new feather, he will not be able to fly ever again. Therefore, he would have to pull out all of those are feather one by one by itself. And then uh, comes to his claws. And his claws are very uh, dangerous. If you look at some of the uh, documentary films, the, the eagle can uh, quickly fall uh, to the uh, water level and using his claw uh, to catch uh, fish from the river. And Even sometimes they are able to catch uh, the running lambs on the ground and, uh, and, and, and uh, pull them to the sky. So they will take the lamb uh, all the way into the sky and drop it and kill it. So because the lamb has been dropped off from high sky, uh, as it land on the ground, it will die. So you could see that uh, the eagle, the speed of the eagle is so fast. And he will quickly uh, take hold of this uh, dead lamb and then become his food. And without uh, such a ferocious claws, uh, he was not able to catch all this prey. So if you look at the documentary film, you realize that uh, after 40 years of their life, they try to renew their own life. And other than my simple introduction just now, and we can look into it and realize that uh, there is the act of God. And our uh, eagle can fly uh, so high, higher than all other kind of birds. And for eagles, they have long-distance vision. 
很高的地方啊。And also they can fly so high。因为飞得高就看得远。And as they fly high, they are able to see so broadly。所以在圣经树活物里都特别强调鹰啊。And that's the reason why the Bible has this description of the four living creatures, and one of which is an eagle。所以从当中我们了解到鹰的这种特性啊。So from here we understand。呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，呃，the，
this passage talks about how Paul and Silas have been imprisoned for the sake of preaching the gospel. Over at verse 24, it said, It says here, having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Ordinary person may be so frightened when they encounter this kind of situation. Because Paul has the spirit of an eagle, therefore he was able to triumph over here. Let's continue reading verse 25. It says at verse 25, But at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. This is a description of how Paul and Silas were so unafraid of why were they so brave? And if you look at uh, Paul and Silas from how the eagles behave, and Paul knew better that this is the trial from God. And Paul knew that very well. And just like into the young eagle, Paul knew that God will save him, just like the mother eagle. So as the young eagle were trying to uh, trying so hard uh, to flap its wings and fly in the sky. And once uh, this young eagle were able to spread its wings. And this mother wing uh, will quickly uh, going under this young eagle and carry them. So this is the way that the mother eagle trained the young so that they will not be uh, hurt. And this is how Paul has experienced. And he knew better that God will save him. So that's the reason why he prayed and sang hymns. So you notice that Paul and Silas were so different from the rest of the crowd. It is because Paul has uh, this kind of, uh, the same kind of spirit as an eagle. And Paul has a similar experience. And also I mentioned just now the book of Acts chapter 12. And the book of Acts chapter 12 talks about Peter. So if you read from the book of Acts chapter 12 verse 4 and on, it is also a description of Peter. And Peter has the same 
a kind of a sharp vision as an eagle. So in verse 4, it talks about how King Herod has arrested him and put him into the jail. And then uh, the, uh, uh, they have sent uh, squads of soldiers to keep him. Uh, even at this moment, if Peter will, were to have wings, uh, he will not be able to fly away. Because over at uh, verse 6 it said, So, Shiri Yao Jiang Tana, Shiri Jiang Yao Ti Ta Chu Lai Chen de Ike Wan Sang. So, it says over here, and when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping. So, this is a this description of uh, what Peter was doing at that time. So he was bound uh, with two chains between two soldiers. And also there are uh, two soldiers beside him. And the two soldiers were not there to serve him. But they're guarding uh, on Peter uh, just in case he escaped. Not only so. 那个监牢的外面都还有家派兵丁看守啊。And even outside of the prison, uh, the uh, squads of soldiers has been deployed uh, to, to safeguard him. 所以我才说彼得长翅都挥不出去了。That's why I said uh, even Peter were to have wings, he would not be able to fly away. 可是那个时候彼得他怕不怕? So at that very moment, uh, is Pe was Peter afraid or frightened? I don't think he was frightened. Why did I say that? So over at verse 7 it said, and now, behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him. And a light shone in the prison. And he struck uh, Peter on his side. 叫他说, 欸, 行了, 行了, and raised him up. And all of a sudden his chains fell off from his hands. 怎么做, and so uh, the angel quickly gave him the instructions that uh, rise quickly. So the Bible is telling us. Uh, was Peter afraid of anything? Let's, uh, let me ask everyone. Uh, do you think that Peter was frightened? No, he was not afraid of anything. He was not frightened at all. Because for a person who was frightened, he was not able to fall into sleep. Therefore, Peter was not frightened. And in fact, he was uh, sleeping soundly. Even uh, the angel will have to wake him up and, and tell him to arise quickly. And then at that time, the Bible says that uh, he was... Uh, uh, he was. Uh, he thought that he had a vision. So, and I believe that at that time the heart of Peter was in peace. So, if you look at Peter 
or Paul. At that very moment, the only thing that they experienced was the love of God. Why did I say that is uh, the love of God? Because uh, for Peter and Paul, why did it not happen? Uh, uh, nothing happens to uh, King Herod. Uh, this is uh, whether God sees uh, someone uh, deemed worth it or not worth it. So you can see that Paul and also Peter awaited uh, on the Lord. And you can see the common uh, commonality of uh, both Paul and Peter. What is the common uh, points of them? Uh, did you notice that? It's to pray. You must pray. That you pray and also sing hymns to praise the Lord. Under this situation of confinement, you are still able to pray? If this is not the grace of God, then what it is? It is truly the grace of God. And the reason why uh, Paul and Peter uh, is worthy of the grace of God because they prayed. And from what they have experienced, uh, have we noticed this? That God has given them such a trial. So in our uh, life of faith, if we ever experience any kind of uh, challenge, you must look into how stable you are. So if you look at your inner self, uh, then you should pray and also sing hymns. And you will see that this is the very trial that God has given you. So in this process of trial, and you will never complain. You will never give up. And you are still able to insist and continue on. And you know that uh, this is the very trial that God has given you. Uh, under this kind of circumstances, and you will feel that there is always love of God with you. And as we read uh, the story of Peter, uh, let's turn to Book of Acts chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 5. It says here, Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. He was not the only one that's praying. Even the members from the church were praying for him. Because Peter, 
because uh, when Paul and Peter was undergoing this trial, and it is a battleground uh, in the spirit. And it is the tool uh, that God has used to train them. And they did not complain. Uh, the only thing they feel uh, is that uh, they could they experienced the love of God. And because uh, they feel the love of God, therefore uh, it ills faith. And that is how they are able to have this uh, stable power. And also at the same time, uh, the people from the church were praying for them. And then you could see that uh, the love of God has been invigorated among uh, the crowd. So today, brothers and sisters, if you yourself are experiencing the trial of God at this moment, let me tell you this. Please do not complain. The only thing you should do is uh, uh, going through it with a heart of thanksgiving. If you complain, you will be just likened to the Israelites. And then those Israelites, they have been complaining every single day when they were traveling in the wilderness. Uh, therefore, there are a lot of people die on their way. Uh, therefore, we should not complain when we undergo trial. And we must learn from Paul and Peter's example that we have to have a thankful heart. Because at the end of the day, the trial of God is to manifest uh, the acts of God. Therefore, we need to pray to God and also to give thanks to God. And that's the reason why we need to accept all kinds of trial uh, peacefully and with a heart of thanksgiving. And we'll share uh, the sermon at this point. Let's sing him. Please sing him number 332. 